Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right. We are hot. Rolling. Just like that. Ready to rock and roll. Just like that, we're rolling. All right, so we're here. Yes, we are. Another week. Another Monday. It's a good Monday, though. It's been a long Monday. Really? Yeah. You're back in the office, right? I got up at 5 o'clock this morning. Dude, dude, dude. Don't even give me that crap, okay? Yeah, five. You texted me. What day? What time did you get the trailers? <laughs> it was like like 5.15. <laughs> like, yeah, I was, I was getting ready, getting ready to head out. Yeah, fifteen. I uh, I wake up at four thirty every day. Yeah, see, I'm working as close as I was. It was only like twenty minute drive up the road. Yeah. So, if I wanted to sleep to like seven, I could. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. I have to be in the office at eight, and it's like thirty five minutes. Yeah. Well, it's my hours can fluctuate a little bit. So, I got there. So yeah, left the house, got up five, left the house, everything, got to work at like 6.15. Yeah. Because when you get before all the traffic, it's just like 30, 35 minutes to get to it over there by Carowinds. Doesn't take long. Westinghouse, right? Oh, farther well, now. Well, Westinghouse, like off of Westinghouse, though. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, so like back, like when I look out the front door of our office, I can see roller coasters over at Carowinds. Roller coaster <laughs> of love. So, so, yeah, I mean, I got there super early, and then I left at, like, 3.30, so. Nice. I put in my hours. I was like, I'm out. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I have committed eight hours. Yeah. Um, my eight hours are over. Yeah. <laughs> I will be leaving the premises now. And you just kind of, like, tiptoe and see if anybody <laughs> says anything, and you're just like, Okay, I'm in the car. Let me push, yeah. push, push the start. Push the start. <laughs> car is not, okay, I'm still. Let me check my email, see if I'm still employed. Okay, yeah, we're yeah. good. <laughs> good deal, man. Good deal, brother. Um, Okay. What's up? I want to jump right into this, okay? You you sent me a picture this, this weekend and was like, dude, you got to check this out. <clears throat> okay? Yeah. And... What I tell you, I said, just, just give it 10 minutes of your life. 10 minutes. You said fast forward to the middle of the movie and give yeah. it 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, me and the wife, we sat down to eat, <laughs> eat, eat dinner about an hour ago. Right. Right. And we started watching the beginning of it and it's all cartoon yeah, yeah. llamas. Right. Right. Lamageddon is this movie that he found on Amazon Prime, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Okay. It found me, sir. It <laughs> well, found me. <laughs> I have so many questions. And I have so many questions. Yeah, yeah. I probably have no answers. So, 
if it's about the movie. Yeah. Okay, so I we watched maybe like I don't know a minute and a half of the the cartoon in the beginning yeah, yeah. that shows the llama being sent into space, <laughs> and then I fast forward like fifteen minutes. Yeah, and it's this party scene. Did you watch the whole movie? No, no, I did not. Okay, okay. I watched probably about. I got to right after that party scene, and then I started just kind of skipping through. It's it's an hour nine, so it's not yeah. a hard watch. <laughs> you know, you're I not mean, watching The Godfather Part Two. Okay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's not a hard watch. <laughs> it's not a long watch. But um, we're you know eating Chinese food for dinner, <laughs> delicious by the way. And I'm like, we're at this party scene. Yeah, and these people are dancing, and there's weed being smoked over here, and these people are like. Right. This girl's like skimpy in her underwear, and I'm because I'm like fast forward like every like two or three minutes. Yeah. Like I'm not really watching it. I'm just trying to get to some right. substance. And Carmen's like, "This is, is this the same movie as like the intro that we watched?" I'm like, "I don't. I told you, I already went into this saying, yeah. don't ask me any questions. I have right. no answers." Right. And she kept on asking me questions. Um. And then we get to a scene. I'm just like, "There's people who are hooked. Like Javi, is this like a?" or a C-level pornography did that you sent me? I did not see any of that. Was it kind of like that? It was I felt like it was going to get there. It was real soft <laughs> okay. if it was. Fair enough. I didn't yeah. watch enough right? if it got to the pornography stuff. I didn't really see anything like that when I was flipping through. Well, so. The girl, she was like a little skimpy. At the party scene, she was a little skimpy, uh, you know, in her underwear kind of running around. They were smacking each other's butts and everything. There was like a couple that was trying to hook up. You know that's what that's about. And then I fast forward 10 minutes mm. and this dude bust in the door, half man, half llama. And everybody ran out the house and then, and then into the woods and then he became full llama. And then the laser beam shot from his eyes and like the, the, the horrible effects were just ridiculous. I'm so, I'm so happy you actually watched it. That, I watched more than I probably should have. You probably watched more than I did, it sounds <laughs> you like. probably did. I was just trying to make it make sense. Yeah, yeah. And we got to the point where there was like 15 minutes left in the movie. Yeah. And I was like, nope. Done. Can't, can't do this So anymore. you don't know what happened with the llama? I have no clue how the llama even got there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a that was the whole cartoon scene. I didn't yeah. watch. I only watched oh, okay. it until he, shoot, but I didn't see where he landed. All right. So I have a couple questions for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, why <laughs> did you know. make me endure that? Honestly, I don't know. How it did was you just find it was, that. It was just there. Like I was strolling through Amazon Prime, like, oh, what's what's you know what's going on, blah blah, blah. and it was just there. And I was like, I got time. I have uh, never. I, got, I have time and just, just to peek, to uh, please my curiosity about it. I had time. That's the only reason I watched it. Or skimmed through it, really. I didn't really watch a whole lot of it. So, like, what made you say, this is it? I got, I got no answers. What, what, what do you mean? This is it? Like this is the movie I'm gonna watch? This is I'm like this. I'm pressing play. I don't know. It's just a, a just the stupid name of the movie, <laughs> and then the terrible hard work, and I just was like, oh so bad. It was more of like, what is this on Amazon Prime? What is this movie that looks terrible, and a preview on? Amazon Prime. Did we not just literally do Being the Ricardos, which is a beautiful movie? Right. This was like two sides down from that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was still on the list up there. And we have like the amazing like Krasinski uh, uh, Jack Ryan series, right? We just got through Reacher, right? So there's some like grade (laughs) A type content on Amazon Prime. And then there's Lamageddon. So you did say, and I'll wrap up with this. Um, you did say, I don't know how in the world people get their movies on Amazon Prime, yeah. but the process must be very easy, right? And I, that's been in my head okay. since I turned this off like an hour ago. <laughs> so we'll have an answer next pod. What you're saying? We'll have an answer next pod. 
because I'm going to look into it. But at the same exact time, if if we do an end, if I I'm finishing writing, okay, for the fans, I'm writing a screenplay. Yep, been working on it for about a year now. Um, if it ever comes that we actually get to film it, we we have we have the resources. We have the technology. We have it. The technology is here, guys. I have I have connects in that world. We have connections. Um, I know that I can put it on Amazon Prime very easily. It doesn't take much, apparently. Probably just like put a thumb drive. Uh, just upload um, to Amazon. It's <laughs> <laughs> like goes, YouTube. Like, there's absolutely uploaded. no process to like vet this at all. Nope. <laughs> goes bing. Yeah. So we're, we're live, guys. But yeah, it was more of a, a curiosity of what is this movie on this streaming app? All right. That's, that's all it was. And... You know, just so you know, he got there by flying in a spaceship shaped like a horse trailer. That's all, that's all it is. Awesome. Ran into a satellite or something. Crashed his ship. Wow. <laughs> Let's jump into the pod. <laughs> I just got, I just want to say one more thing, please. So when they when they people show up to the farm. Like one of the, the younger guy gets out and he's looking around, and the llama's just standing in the field with its red eyes, just hanging out. And he's like, oh, "I didn't know they had a llama." And then it like zooms in real fast on the llama's eyes, like a horror movie. Fantastic. Let's start the pod. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we're discussing the trailers for Black Sight, Marcel the Shell with the Shoes On, the last week's episode of Moon Knight, and our movies of the week, Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2. Jump in it, man. Yeah. Um, Black Sight sent you this trailer at the crack of dawn. <laughs> no, nah, there was it was still dark outside. There was no there was no there was dawn. no crack <laughs> Yeah, it was just black outside still. Yeah, I start my day. You start your day too, man. <laughs> so we have uh, Black Sight here. Sure. This is a movie. Uh, Michelle Monaghan, Jason Clark, Jake Courtney. Uh, literally the plot is a group of officers based in a labyrinth top secret must fight for their lives against Hatchet, a brilliant and infamous high-value detainee. Yeah. They got, they got a time limit too, right? Before they get blown up. There's a time limit before they nuke the entire site or blow up the entire site. Yeah, man. That was that was a spoiler for the whole movie, dude. You That's it? the whole thing. Oh. Just you oh, you just thing. wanted to stop at time limit. <laughs> Well, when we post the trailer, they're going to find out. So, <laughs> Talk to me, brother. Yeah. Uh, that was it. I mean, I don't know much more what's going to happen in the movie. Hopefully, it's a lot more action. I mean, that's all they can really do is put more action into this uh, synopsis of the movie. Yeah. Like, the trailer really covered a lot of yeah. what we're going to see there. We're going to see, you know, Michelle Monaghan as the analyst who's going up against Jason Clark. I don't really know what Jay Courtney's really doing in the movie. Yeah, he just kind of pops in and out. Yeah, so we don't really have a defined role for him through the trailer. Um, but I think the dichotomy between uh, Michelle's character and Jason's character is actually be very interesting, man. This is not going to be one of those movies that you're just like, oh my God, I cannot wait to be in the theaters for. Yeah. Oh, this one might not even make it to the theaters. <laughs> is what it looks like, right? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> this might go straight to, Amazon. straight to DVD. <laughs> straight <right>? to Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't but, like that. No, it wasn't <laughs> that bad, but... Um, this looks, looks, looks really fun though. I, yeah. I will give it that man. And I'll definitely watch it at some point in time. Um, we'll throw this one on our socials. 
Uh, I'm always game for some high octane action. Hopefully the great acting of Michelle and Jason actually yeah. get shown here because they are two fantastic actors. So we shall see. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right, man. Yeah, I sent you this trailer. Uh, Marcel, the shell with shoes on. Yeah. Um, feature adaptation of the animated short interviewing a mollusk named Marcel. This mollusk is voiced by uh, the beautifully talented Jenny Slate. Talk to me, brother. Uh, super cute. Who, Jenny Slate or the or the uh, or I the, mean or the shell? I think the the movie itself is like trying to be a super cute uh, lesson lessons learned for life kind yeah. of thing. Um, you know, it's going to be for somebody, and it's probably going to be for children who are going to see this and see a cute little shell trying to, you know, get through this situation in its life. I'm definitely not going to watch this movie. Like at all? Not at all. So I don't even have it. Like maybe if I had a kid and I was like, Hey, let's watch this cute little movie. I don't, it seems it's too much of a, like a, yeah, like a, here's some life lessons movie. And, I'm going to sit it's through a, this movie. Are, not in the theaters. I hope you go to the theater. You better go to the theater <laughs> and watch it. I will, I will post up on the couch and, and watch this movie. That's fine. It's only an hour 30. I, I sat through like 20 minutes of Lamageddon. <laughs> so I can, I can do Marcel right, right. the show with the shoes on. Okay. No, man, but this, this one's. And interesting. Yeah. Um, I did not watch the animated short. Not that I would have watched right. this, but um, it seems like yeah, we are going to learn a lot of life lessons through a, a mollusk, right? Because it's what searching, searching for its lost family, right? Yeah, whatever that may be. I don't think it really says like in particular who it's looking for. Correct. It's just looking for family. Correct, and I love like the interview style. <laughs> is he like he has an answer for everything, mm-hmm. right? And it just has a situation. It's it seems actually really fun and really cute. Definitely like you cute like so. like you said, um, and the fact that Jenny Slate voices it, and like you can tell it's her, but it's also like a little different as well. So you know right. she did something to her her voice for this. Um, I don't know, man. This one's going to be fun. I will be on the couch for this. All right. Guys, once again, we are not in the best season for trailers at this point in time. (laughs) All the movies that we've been talking about the last year and a half is out now. Yeah, or like right around the corner. Right around the corner, right? So um, I'm talking to Hollywood. I have Hollywood on speed dial. I'm like, yo, pump out some trailers. (laughs) Give me something. Give me something. We'll throw this on the socials, guys. Dude, does this show keep getting better or better? Every episode. We're, what was this, episode four? That This was episode four. Episode four. We're finally, like, in the tomb. We're in pyramids. Oh, yeah. We're, you know, we're basically tomb raiding right now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Kind of little, little, little national treasure, little little Laura Croft. <laughs> um, I'm liking it, man. Yeah, this one got very intense. A lot of... Uh, not just fighting, but headbutting, I guess. Like the, uh, the emotional acting is yeah. what I really loved. Yeah, a lot of switching back and forth, um, a lot of dialogue. <laughs> a lot of dialogue, but I also love how like it's it's Steven, right? And then Steven's like, "All right, let's go," and then she comes through with like you know what happened to her dad and everything, yeah. and she's like, "Yeah, you just take over, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't want to deal with this." <laughs> Which is like fantastic because it happens on a dime, right? And he's just like, we 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 we, we gotta go, yeah. we gotta go, and she wants to know the answers and everything, and yeah. uh, come to find out, yeah, he was there and a part of around when her her dad's killing, yeah. but didn't was not directly involved 
and probably could have stopped it and tried to, but didn't yeah. do a good enough job to, for her. So, yeah, at this point, it's just the the long lie, right? Yeah, long lie finally caught up to him. And uh, what's funny too, like you say, is like what what does Mark tell Stevens? Like, if you fall for her, if you do this. I'll throw us off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess I'm curious too, like when they're not like seeing the reflections and stuff. Can they hear or talk to each other? Yeah. I was thinking the same exact thing. And I actually. guess they have a little bit, but I guess, no, not really. For like, for, and once again, it's, it's called, well, it's called, it's the, the storyteller's like visual style is right, what I'm trying right. to say, right? And that's how they show that he has these dual personalities that they're butting heads against. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same exact time, uh, we have not been in a s- situation or scenario where maybe he's like in pitch black and he can hear the other person or not. You know what I mean? We, we've right. not been in that scenario. It's always been a reflection. It's either, been a mirror or water yeah. or, or something shimmering or shiny or whatever. Yeah, it's either all Steven <clears throat> or all Mark. Whether yeah. it's the reflection or whether it's the body. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess towards the end of this episode, they are meeting, really? Kind of? This, this has to be in his head. Yeah, like, I mean, not they're not physically there, but it's like... And they embrace. <laughs> I mean, they only have each other. It's just a lot to figure out. It's like a buddy cop at the end yeah. of the day. You know what I mean? It's like Riggs yeah. and Murtaugh. It's like all they only have is each other to get through this. Yeah. And that ending was really wild because you're still left. And this is what I've been talking to my mom about this show is, um, oh, I finished Boba Fett, by the way. Uh, that's another story. Yeah. Another time. <laughs> <laughs> Staying on that Disney Plus train. Yeah. But, um, you still, we still don't know what the heck is going on. Yeah, yeah. We are four episodes deep <laughs> out of six. So, a lot more questions, not enough answers. Exactly. But, yeah. like, that's the ride that we're on. Yeah. And I'm enjoying it. And you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, of like, WandaVision. Yeah. Where we really didn't know until, like, the last episode and a half. You know what I mean? Oh, it's going to be, I mean, I think it's going to be the last episode is everybody's together and they just let it all out. All answers. Dope. I'm I'm excited for it. Was that a was that was that a hippo? Was that a was that a rhino? What the hell was was that 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 thing? A hippo? It was a hippo. Wow. Yeah, another another god of some sort, maybe. Are we just in the mind of one of these guys now? Well, from what I've seen, it's like uh, you're that place that he sees is like the same place as um, where they were at before they went, like the tomb and stuff. I'm trying to think of uh, of where it was like when they meet Arthur. That little convent thing he's got. Okay, gotcha. I think it was like the same. Supposedly, it was like the same place. So it's like a reflection of in his mind. I, gotcha. It's it's a mess. Gotcha. It's a, it's a mess. Well, it's very interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just on on board for this, man. Once yeah. again, I want more of this. It sucks that we only have two episodes left, but yeah. Enjoy the ride. Yeah, that's what the guys from Entourage always said. So hold on, right? Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, dude. Boba Fett was finished. Boba Fett was not fun, but the Mando was in there, so that was yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, the last few episodes are... I finally did it. Told you I would. Yeah, I mean... All I asked was to was watch the Mando episode. Yeah, I had to watch everything. You you know your boy. All right, now let's go ahead and jump into our movies. Yes. Of the week here. This week, guys, we decided to do um, Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. We wanted to do them together. We'll treat them as a pair because they basically are back-to-back movies in time frame. Yep. 
so this one, so Sonic One came out right before the pandemic started. It came out February of 2020. Um, not going to drop any movies. I will say this was the last movie that I watched in the theater before the oh. pandemic started. Okay. It was Valentine's. It was out to dinner. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 just came out a few weeks ago, and it is doing monster numbers right now. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> this movie is directed by Jeff Fowler. It's written by Pat Casey, Josh Miller, and John Whittingham. Whittingham came aboard on the second movie. The uh, budget we had for this one on Sonic 1 was $90 million. Uh, box office brought in $319.7 million. Let's go. Uh, Sonic 2 was $110 mil for a budget. Uh, when I wrote this, like yesterday, it was $287 million. Dude. Uh, so no, I don't know what that is right this moment, but still killing it. I'm looking at it on Wikipedia right now. Two eighty eight point two million. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right, we got starting this one. Uh, ben Schwartz as Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colina Shaughnessy as Miles Tells Prower. I did not know he had a last name. You didn't know that? I didn't know. That. I didn't know that. Dude, yeah, I knew that. Honestly, thought tails. I thought it was Miles Tails. Oh, ooh! But when I think about it, that was actually his nickname. So there we go. You know, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> Idris Elba as Knuckles, Donna J. Fox as Longclaw, uh, the great Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik, uh, James Marsden as Tom Wachowski, Tika Sumter as Maddie Wachowski. Natasha Rothwell as Rachel, Adam Pally as Wade Whipple, uh, Shamar Moore as Randall, Lee Madab as Stone, and Tom Butler as Commander Walters. <laughs> Off guard guy. Yeah. <laughs> that dude's hilarious. All right, man. So let's treat this once again as just one yeah. big ass long movie. Uh, they are broken up in the two, but <clears throat> same same cast, same cast, same cast, same. Um, <laughs> we we had knuckles, but yeah, 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 same cast here. So go ahead and give us a quick synopsis of these movies, man, and we'll just jump right into this. Yeah, man. So basically, across these two movies, we see Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, he's growing. He realizes he's not alone in the world because that's how he feels through the first movie. Um, he eventually finds his family that. Uh, the Wachowskis that love him as a son. Uh, he finds his friends, uh, ends up being knuckles and tails. Um, and he finds himself to be actually a leader and able, finally able to be a part of this family that loves him. Yeah. Good deal, brother. Let's go ahead and jump right in here. So obviously title character, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Uh, voiced by Ben Schwartz. Fantastic. Now, let me ask you this. Did you did you have a Sega yes. Genesis grow, oh, growing yeah. up there? And was this the first game that you owned on Sega? I think that was the game that came with the Sega. Yep. <laughs> so, yes. 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 Dude, I had Sonic the Hedgehog, mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, right. Sonic and Knuckles. Um, my neighbor had Sonic CD because he had the uh, Sega CD or whatever. Sa- Sega Saturn? No, it was, was it? Sega CD for it was Sega oh, Saturn. Oh, okay. And then it was like Sonic Pinball and just <laughs> everything, right? Um, Was obsessed with this character yeah. in the 90s, man. Like every other kid, right? Yeah, yeah, it was a... He was an icon already. And then when you had, you had like your, your camps, I don't want to get off uh, on a different tangent here like I'm so good at but you had your different camps you had your Sega camp you had your Nintendo camp so you were either Sonic or you were Super Mario right yeah that was uh, our our household was split we had them both yeah I mean we had them we played both so we had a Super Nintendo and we had a Sega I don't don't think there was ever any uh, big problems with either (laughs) one but some people like to play Sonic better some people like you know Mario but at school though Oh, dude! Oh, yeah. It was like in, it was like in sync or Battery Boys. Why are you guys making me pick so right. f- sides for everything? Right? Why, why is it like this in school? Why? 
Just be learning. Damn the nineties. <laughs> it's like Bloods in the Crips, nah, man. You Sonic or Mario, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> blue or red. Come on, man. <laughs> You're getting rings of coins, That's man. It, we gotta bro. pick. You take your pick. You take your pick, bro. Um, but no, yeah, Ben Schwartz, he voices the anthropomorphic blue hedgehog who run at speed that's supersonic. Oh yeah. Um I love Ben Schwartz for this voice. Yeah. For some reason his uh, his tone really fits the the blue hedgehog. <laughs> it really like, does though. Like now it's like who else could I hear is this? And it, it it's like not gonna be nobody else. It's now. it's it's like now, right? And not as great of a scale, but it's like whenever they recast Iron Man, if it's not Robert Downey Jr., we're not going to be happy. Well, like, <laughs> you can't recast Iron Man. You can have a different Iron Man. Yeah. And that would work fine. Yes. But it can't be like trying to be the same person. Right? Exactly. That's the hard part. That is the hard part here. And like Ben Schwartz with these two movies and it looks like they're going to get a third one here. Yeah. Um, he has cemented the voice, the characteristics of oh, yeah. uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, man. He's he's fun when he needs to be fun. And when he needs to be serious, he's still fun. Yeah. And he keeps up that kind of inner monologue kind of talk to. <laughs> uh, well, it's not inner. He actually talks to himself a lot. <laughs> yes. But the the transition between like talking to people and him talking to himself is is pretty awesome as well you know and he's he's very smart uh and he's just hilarious right when he, and i love the quips too he's always just yeah. like eggman and uh donut lord and <laughs> donut lord, yeah. <laughs> i forgot about that yeah. one i watched the first one i was like oh he did what called this the entire time yeah but i also love how in the second one you know, he goes, oh, my God, they're sliding down the mountain, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, is this the Winter Soldier coming out? Yeah. I was like, that's my favorite <laughs> line of the movie right there, right? <laughs> and only Ben Schwartz yeah. is good enough to, like, deliver those type of lines, yeah. man. He's just f- fantastic at it. But but we do get a very young um, Sonic who is kind of an outcast by default. He has to be. Yeah. Um, wants to be a part of society. He's a, you know he's a blue hedgehog. He's a blue hedgehog <laughs> on, on Earth. Uh, so he has really no choice, yeah. right? But he wants he wants more. You know, he wants family. He's tired of being alone. He's tired of yeah. just doing everything himself. I also forgot how great that baseball scene was with just him at night. Mm-hmm. That's just fantastic. Right. Him just hanging out with himself and that is having ve- a good time. That is very, like, centric on him obviously being the only character, but everything in a baseball play, like he, he played every character <laughs> in that baseball yeah. play on offense and defense. Right. And that was just really fun to watch, man. Yeah. He, he grows up through the first film, um, you know, wanting to defend the people that he loves in right. green, green Hills and everything. Um, but he still has a good time, right? Like yeah. he's, He's like a teenager. He's like a kid. Yeah, he, and he never stops, like, all the way to the end of the second movie. Very fun. Very fun, man. Once again, I understand that these are kids' movies, but this is also, like, our childhood at the same exact time. So, And, and we get childhood reboots and stuff a lot. Yeah. A lot of them aren't childhood movies anymore. They're yeah. adult movies. Yes. And this one did it, a good job. Part one of, and part two. Yeah. <laughs> This one did a good job of kind of kind of staying in the middle. Yeah, right. And it, it kept us well entertained, even though it was like real childish. Because it did have something for the the young kids, yeah. but it also had something for us. So thoroughly enjoyed him as yep. Sonic here. All right, let's go ahead and uh, move forward with Jim Carrey. Let's just do it. Yeah, Doctor um, Robotnik. So oh yeah. when Jim Carrey was first announced as playing the villain in Sonic the Hedgehog, Dr. Robotnik. I was like, okay, they're going different. Mm -hmm. Because from the games, he was a very robust, he's a big guy. He was a heavyset guy. 
um, bald. Look like an egg. Looked like an egg, right? <laughs> Literally. Like the whole body, the neck, whole all the way up to his head was like a big egg. was a big ass yeah, egg, yeah. egg, yes. <laughs> Eggman. Um, but he kills it in this role. It makes it his own. Yeah, he's definitely uh, uses everything he's got. All his tools, uh, he pulls them out here for this character. Um, and genuinely seemed like he had a great time. Oh, man. Dude. You know? I don't think you could get a, 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 a performance like that for a character like this with somebody who isn't just enjoying themselves. Yeah. Just he having could, the time of, of his life. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, he was still a villain, but... Like the the good time shown through, like even though he's a villain, he was having a good time being a villain. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, this reminded me of like Riddler from Batman Forever, Carrie. And it says it right here, like on Wikipedia. But yeah. I even thought that while I was watching it for the first time, and even last night when I was watching it again, I was just like, yo, like just more with the camp, yeah, more with the camp, more with the fun. We're, we're, we're we have a kid's movie here. Let's just have a good time. Yeah. But he also like threw some adult quips out there, yeah. which was fantastic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And Jim Carrey is just the best at using his body. Yeah. To just express uh, himself, like bring the comedy forward. It's every movie, dude. It's so it's, good. It's just him, dude. And it's awesome. Every time. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, and I know it's been a few weeks since we've seen the second one, but uh, favorite Jim Carrey moment from these movies? Ooh. Um, I'm putting you on the spot there. You really are. Um, yeah, that's a that's a hard one. I think like once he got uh, like the Emerald Power, yeah, and he really like started amping up, just like. Kind of like the magic, I guess. He's yeah. like illusions and stuff. Uh, he started doing stuff like that. Um, that and, and the towards the end of the movie, that kind of section where he is like just really over the top, all powerful all, and stuff. Yeah, all powerful. He he feels the power. He's building the. Uh, <laughs> he's got the um, uh, big suit that's up. Yeah, in there. that part of the Jim Carrey I really liked. Dope. Just because it was just over the top. Every single movement, every word was over the top. I love it. I love it, man. My action is very simple, and it's from the yeah. first movie. And it's it's him on the mushroom planet at the end. <laughs> and he just the way that he just walks off, right? Yeah. He's just like... I'm just like, wait, like... This is Robotnik right here, yeah, yeah. bro. Like, okay, he doesn't have the size, but he's bald now. Yeah. Has the crazy mustache. Has, like, the red suit or whatever. Right. This is Robotnik. Let's go for the sequel, yeah. man. It just made you really excited to see him yeah. in the next movie. Yeah, and the <laughs> opener for the second one was fantastic, too. Yes. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> just him by himself on camera. So good. All right, listeners. We're going to take a quick break. All right, JV. <clears throat> Real quick, man. I don't want to take too much of your time. Okay. Uh, but I want to discuss the great Jim Carrey for a second. You got a second? Yeah, I got a couple seconds. All right, dude. Yeah. So, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 just dropped. Oh, yeah. Got to still check it out. But I wanted to know your favorite Jim Carrey movie and favorite scene. I hear this is going to be his last movie. Wow. So, like, I think it's important as as fans, as comedy fans, as Jim Carrey fans, for us to go ahead and discuss that for a few moments, yeah. man. I mean, all his scenes are iconic in every movie, but what is your oh. favorite movie and favorite scene? You know, I think I just have to stick to one from, from childhood, man, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. That's it. I mean, every time, no matter what. So hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, my favorite scene from that movie is actually kind of two scenes. Okay, talk to back me. Back to back. When he sells the van, rolls up on the scooter, and he says, you know, just when I think you couldn't do something even dumber, you go and do something like this. And <laughs> totally redeem yourself. 
And then when they're riding on the scooter in the ice. Dude, and so fantastic. <laughs> he's like, I got to pee. Just, just let it go. <laughs> so good. Oh, dude, I love that movie, man. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Well, what about you? What's your favorite? My favorite scene is Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, when he's at the door of the parents of Ray Finkel <laughs> and quickly describes him because he has a shotgun to his face. Right. Right. And, you know, he does it in one breath and it's super fast. It ends with <laughs> one hell of a model American. <sighs> right. <laughs> Right? It's just like you yeah. see like the early acting, you see the yeah. early comedy chops that this guy has, right? And that he gives it everything that he has in every scene. Yeah. This is a really dope, funny scene that I'll never forget, man. Um, my favorite movie of his is actually gonna be the Truman Show, which is a different Jim Carrey movie. Yes. Yeah. He plays a real guy in this in a really awkward, weird situation. Yeah. Um, and he I love that he did not put the comedy first. The drama yeah. was there before anything, right? And he just let the comedy be very natural. Oh, he, yeah. he didn't overtry. He didn't overact or anything of that nature. Yeah. Um, I just loved this movie, man. This Jim Carrey performance should have won an Oscar for this. Awesome, man. Uh, listeners, you guys can send us a little something on our social media, letting us know your thoughts and your favorite moments on the legendary Jim Carrey. So check out our link tree in the description and visit our social medias from there. All right, man. So we have... Uh, James Marsden, uh, Thomas Michael Wachowski, he's a sheriff of Green Hills. Um, <laughs> Sonic knows him as the Donut Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, becomes him and his wife, uh, Maddie, become uh, Sonic's guardians. Yeah, on the low, nothing legal, obviously. No, I don't think there's paperwork. I don't to, know how you do that. To, it's a hedgehog to rent a hedgehog is that? A, you don't rent Sonic. You, I think, adopt. You That's the word. <laughs> I said rent. Like it's a <laughs> flipping DVD was, or something. I was going to say, you gotta, I think you got to get him chipped, too, don't you? <laughs> I like to have him for two nights, please. Yeah. <laughs> we might not get to him tonight, so, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, but, like, the thing about James Marsden is, like, he really likes comedy movies. Mm. He's good at it. You know what I mean? Like, he's this, he, he did the whole Cyclops thing. Yeah. And, you know, was the the brute was serious and stuff like that. But I think where he shines, dude has a gorgeous smile, by by the way. And where he shines is comedy, man. Right. Showing off that smile, like jokes, uh, being that father figure to Sonic. And you can tell, like, through both these movies, man, he's having a damn, like, it's like everybody's having a good time in these movies. He was a good uh, dad. Like oh, his, yeah. his uh, delivery for his dad stuff was fantastic. Like, yeah, uh, kind of the parental, I guess, is more dad parental things. And like. it's the it's the maturation from the first movie to the second movie as well, right? Yeah. Where you're like, all right, I am befriending this right blue alien hedgehog, and he takes it just a little bit to the next level. Exactly. Like, like I'm your dad. Like the second one, he's like, yeah. I'm your dad. I'm your parent. Yeah. Uh, the first one, he's a little bit more relaxed, obviously, because they had just met. So to see that little bit of character build was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he plays the integral part to protect Green Hills and then also protect the world in the second yeah. one. So he plays oh, well, very integral. Green Hills always makes me giggle for some reason. We <laughs> really say that. That's a So that's like the first level in the games. <laughs> It yeah, is. It yeah, is. Right, and yeah. I was, and I didn't realize that until last night yeah. when I was watching the movie. I'm like, wait, yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we have uh, Tika Sumter as Maddie Wachowski. Uh, she's married to James, uh, veterinary, and Tom's wife, who helps Evan Sonic stop Robotnik. Uh, Sonic calls her the Pretzel Lady. She does a lot of <laughs> yoga yeah. and stuff there, right? I, I really love the different names that he gives people. Something you just like spy on him for a little while in the oh, first he, one. Well, he loved the, they are his favorite people. Yeah. In Green Hills. So like when they have movie nights, he's behind them in like at the window yeah. watching. <laughs> That's right. right. And I think like, what was it? It was Speed. Speed was the movie yeah. that they were watching. <laughs> so, <yeah>. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect movie. Yeah, but 
she's there and she helps stop uh, Robotnik as well. Uh, I, I have to talk about her and and uh, I talk I have to talk about her. I have to talk about N- Natasha Rothwell, yeah. uh, Maddie's <laughs> older sister who dislikes Tom frequently attempts to encourage Maddie to leave him, she's which so, is like <laughs> she's so funny. She's so effing hilarious. Uh, <laughs> and she just hates Tom. Yeah, I just love it. There was no like rhyme or reason of why she hates Tom, <laughs> but she does. And yeah. you know what? We're there for it, right? Because you look at they're both really attractive people, right? right? <laughs> but you also look at uh, Maddie and you're like, yeah, uh, Tom, you've outkicked your coverage, bro. Right? Like <laughs> you've definitely with her, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I like how we got so much more of her in the second one. Oh, dude. So much so much more big part of the movie in the second one. I loved it. Integral part, right? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. a centerpiece. And obviously writing. Kind of had her own little storyline in there. And I mean, like writing and everything, we got to, uh, you know, we got to go to, we got to be at Hawaii because <laughs> right next door is where the Emerald, you know? Yeah, yeah, it just works that's out. That's like, this is writing. That just, you got to figure this out to get, bring all the characters back together. Um, which was like a corny, but it still worked. Yeah. But I loved her. Like we, I call them side quests, right? Like yeah. that was her and she had to get like revenge on <laughs> what happened to her fake marriage. <laughs> but the scene, in the second one with, well, one, I love how she's tied up the entire time, like entire third act. Yeah. And she's just like, uh, the kids running around. She's like, "Hey, can you just put my Fitbit on so I can get my steps in right?" Like that's that's good damn comedy, right? Like, because <laughs> we've yeah. avoided to like put my damn watch around Gilligan when he's just not stopping. I'm just like, right, go go handle it, boss. Go handle, you got it. <laughs> um, but even in the second one, when she's in her um wedding dress. And she jumps off that damn golf cart. So good. So badass. That's so badass. <laughs> she just like steps off, right? Real cool. Yeah. yeah. Even cool chicks don't look at explosions. Right, you know right. what I mean? So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last person I want to talk about here, man, is um, Adam Polly. <laughs> Wade <laughs> Whipple. The deputy yeah. sheriff of, of Green Hills, man. I mean, <laughs> he becomes the temporary sheriff for a little bit. There's uh, a new sheriff in so, town. Talk to me, brother. So from the beginning, from the first movie all the way through, just goofball. Yeah. Like, how does this guy have this responsibility? There's only two cops, it seems <laughs> it's like. It's like him. <laughs> it's the sheriff, uh, Tom, and and the deputy sheriff, Wade. <laughs> Because any other authority in the area was, like, part of the government. Yeah. Like, it wasn't the <laughs> local police. It was not the local PD there, man. Uh, but a goofball, funny, like, straight comedic relief. Yeah. Every scene is him, like, screwing up, making the wrong decisions. Uh, trying to get out of it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he's trying to figure out how to fix it. Uh, but super funny. And yeah. well placed, well placed through the movie. You know, you gotta have like Sonic is very is gonna bring a lot of comedy, right? Yeah, with his just speed and his antics, and how he messes things up, how he saves the day, um, how he interacts with everybody. It's going to be really funny, right? Yeah. And then you're supposed to have Tom. I mean, yeah, Tom as your straight shooter with Tika and everybody. Um, then you got Adam Polly, who is just a different type of comedy yeah. element. Right, and it's that, it's that dim-witted. So I feel like like the comedy spectrum of characters in this movie, like they just covered everybody, right? Yeah, he's kind of yeah, he's kind of there, like uh, when Sonic's not there. Oh yeah. So like when Sonic's doing his thing, you know, like uh, when we had when Doctor Botnick was in town and nobody was there. Yeah, he was the one there being funny. So like I said, he was well placed. I thought. Loved it, man. Hilarious. Hilarious. All right, dude. So the the first movie is more like a it's more like a journey movie. What am I trying to say here? Not a journey uh, movie, but a quest uh, movie. And I'm not quest to say origin, all kinds of stuff. There's there's a right? lot thrown in there, right? Yeah. So it, it it is an origin movie. 
uh, the, the first one, but also it's a quest for him to get his rings back. That's what I'm trying to say here, right? So they go on a journey, um, Oregon Trail style, right, to, right. to San Francisco. Because um, his rings were stuck on the building. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, where he came in through. Yeah. Um. So that, w- that was cool, man. So it was literally from Green, Green Hills and Oregon then the adventure – <laughs> working trail adventure <laughs> all the way to San Francisco. Yeah, uh, he can't use his rings there because his rings are in San, San Fran. So they go, and that's how him and Tom bond and become really close. Right, is on this mission. Um, but then you turn around and go to the second one. It's larger in scale. Yes, that was more of an adventure. Oh yeah, and that was actually really fun. Yeah, I mean with it, tales, which we forgot to talk about tales. Oh man. Gosh, Dang. let's talk about tales yeah, before we before we jump forward here. <laughs> so we got uh, I didn't even talk about knuckles either. Damn, Idris oh Elba, what are we doing what here today? Gosh, Jim, po- Car- Jim Carrey uh, did did well though. He he took a lot of took a lot of the spotlight. Yeah, he really <laughs> did. Real quick, guys. Uh, Colleen O'Shaughnessy and Miles Tales Prower, uh, yellow orange fox who can fly with his two tails. <laughs> Yep, and becomes Sonic's best friend. Talk to me. Uh, super cute, super yeah. smart. Yeah, uh, definitely uh, was a lot more involved than I thought he was going to be. Like right off the bat, because he was not involved in any of the games. Right, <laughs> he's just a sidekick. <laughs> just I mean, like what's it? You give the, you give the second trilogy to your little brother, and he just kind of yeah. Once tails, uh, enters sorry, the, Sean. Once tails enters the movie. It's all the way to the end, which is awesome. Yeah, he's a great character, and never really over overstepped uh, the bounds. Like, stayed in a good lane of the sidekick. Dope. Um, so that was good. Yeah, man, really enjoyed um, the addition. It was actually really cool at the end of the first movie, where you see. Yeah, I think it was like a mid credit scene or something where mm-hmm. you see Tails and Tails is there, and you're like. Oh, they're up in the game. Yeah. They're really going into Sonic 2 here. Let's go. Like, the game. Like, let's go. Yeah. Um, so, that was really exciting to see. Uh, but, one of the greatest actors of all time, Idris Elba, my, my opinion, and uh, everybody else. So, uh, he plays uh, <laughs> Knuckles. <laughs> Knuckles the Enchida. The Eschina. Eschina. You're going to edit this, aren't you? Yeah, we'll take care of it. I got yeah, you. he's not going to do anything, I got guys. You. We'll figure it out. Um, an anthropomorphic, <laughs> anthrop- I can't talk at all this yeah. afternoon, damn it. An anthropomorphic red Edchina warrior and a superhuman strength who collaborates with Dr. Robotnik. This is the second movie here. Yep. Um, he's almost, because it, it, it's his acting and it's his voice acting, right? Yeah. And this is not the first. He's done like voice acting like three or four times now. Yeah. Idris. But him as Knuckles, he plays every he plays the warrior. He plays everything very yeah. straight. Nothing is funny to him, right? Jokes yeah, go just, past him. He's almost like Drax, exactly. A little bit. Right? That's what I was he's thinking too. Like yeah, Drax, right? Very, very literal because he's never heard of it, heard it before, right? Exactly. Uh, but yeah, his voice in this was pretty badass. Like he really sold a deep. Uh, you could hear like the 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 sorrow and the the anger and everything yeah. in his voice when he talked. I mean, in all honesty, you could still hear it when he was happy at the end. But that's <laughs> he's, he's he still was mad. <laughs> he still was, was pissed off. About to get some ice cream, just pissed <laughs> off. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah. What I wanted to to mention is. That, you know, playing Sonic and Knuckles as a kid, I, the voice of Sonic was already in my head. Mm-hmm. And it was a mix of what Ben Schwartz does. Right. Kind of like a teenager tone, right? Yes. Basically. Like a smart mouth teenager. Yep. Um, Tails, definitely, even though you're a dude, you're voiced by a woman. You have that really high yeah, pitch. Yeah. Like, you just, that's just was in my head before I even watched any of the cartoons yeah. right, as, as a kid. Knuckles never, ever envisioned, never even had a thought in my mind 
what Knuckles' voice would, would be. Right. But Idris does his thing. Yeah. And like that makes sense now. Yeah. So now if I ever, which I'm going to try to go back and play Sonic and Knuckles, um, you know, I have these voices envisioned in my head now while I'm playing th- these games. Will that ever happen? Right. I don't know. Got to get my hands on a Sega Genesis. Let's do it. Anybody have one? Got an emulator. That's all we need, right? Yeah. Boom. Let's go back to just the uh, size and scope of the second one here, man. Um, <clears throat> they go to a couple of different places, mm-hmm. like in Serbia. They're down a mountain, right? And that's really uh, large in scale. It might all be CG, which it probably is, but it still looks dope. Yeah. And even that fight going down the mountain was really large in scale, and that was just fun. Yeah. <laughs> really in- enjoyed that, right? One yeah. of my favorite lines of the, of the movie is, is there... Um, but then we end up in this, like, this is Sonic, that, that cavern, that cave at the end to try to get through the emerald or whatever. Right. That's a Sonic game right there. Actually running through. Running through. Temples and stuff like that. Diving stuff. Temple Runner. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly what it there is. You go. Um, just none of those weird creatures that are running after you. Right. Um, but that's exactly what happens at the end of the second one, man. And that was, that was just fun. That was a really fun part. I was like, okay, we finally got here. This is a Sonic the Hedgehog game. We got it right here. That's just fun. You see a lot of development from Knuckles in that particular time period with uh, uh, Eggman pushing him, you know, showing him like he wasn't really his friend. Really kind of irritated him. (laughs) Yeah, he he learned a lot, man. I think think within these trials and everything – Knuckles learned a lot about people. Right. Right. And learned that, okay, you just can't, just because you shake somebody's hand doesn't mean that they're a really tr- truthful warrior or yeah. person or whatever. Uh, robotics is slime ball, no matter how yep. awesome he is, played by Jim Carrey, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But, he, yeah, he, you know, he learns the power of friendship with Sonic. Yeah. One of our pod titles before. Yeah. Throwback. Yeah. Um, but no, man, th- uh, this was, I, I did like, that was probably one of my favorite scenes of the movie is them going through that like temple runner yeah. type thing. And then at the end where at the end of the scene, uh, Sonic coming to the rescue right for him through knuckles. So thought that was really cool. All right, man. <clears throat> I guess I got to talk about some, some themes here, right? Oh, uh, sure. All right. Uh, power of friendship. Power of friendship. There we go. <laughs> power of friendship number two. That's going to be the, it's going to be the pod title. <laughs> I had a, I had a little something, something written down. <laughs> well, you know what? We'll just go with that. Right. Um, Finding yourself for the first one, right? Finding you, your purpose, uh, what your life is going to be about. You know, even though we didn't even talk about her, the reason why he's in Green Hill by himself is because his guardian, Longclaw, basically said, don't trust anybody. Yep. Um, But he wanted more in life, so that's what he was after. And then the second one, you are correct, man. It is definitely the power of friendship and... um, you, you, him seeing everybody else kind of grow and do their yeah. thing, and he's just kind of like third wheeling it with the dog, you know. What I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, which was a great scenes, which well. was fantastic scenes. Yeah, uh, was awesome. But he wants, he he wants more. Mm-hmm. You know, he finds that with tails. He finds that with knuckles at the end, and we got supersonic at the end. Yeah, at hypersonic. Do we get supersonic? Do we get hypersonic? I don't remember. I well, he was gold. He was gold. So I think that was hypersonic. And another good part where he summons the hot dog. <laughs> it was supersonic, yes. You're, you're, you're all powerful now. <laughs> what are you going to do next? And then he summons a hot dog. I love how I love how Knuckles was like, uh, the Sonic that you knew and love is, yeah. is no longer. He is he is somebody else yeah. now. And then just like <laughs> ranged down a chili dog. <laughs> 
so good. So yeah, he was supersonic, but I thought there was a hypersonic as well. No Piper, there is no hypersonic. No such thing. All right. Well, I mean, I guess there is. I don't oh, know. I think hypersonic and supersonic are the same exact thing, though. So Fair enough. there's that. All right, guys. Uh, that is our conversation about Sonic 1 and 2. Awesome. Javi, the, these movies, man, um, both of them. You can rate them together. You can rate them uh, by themselves. Whatever you want to do, man. Uh, this is your world. We're just living in it. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah, dude. Talk to me. Um, yeah. We'll uh, just do rating together, man. I, I really enjoyed both of these movies. Yeah. I, honestly, I enjoyed the second one a lot more just because, I guess, more action, more characters. Um, a lot more to intertwine. Uh, We're ready to go. Yeah. We don't need no introductions, right? Yeah. We're, We're just, just jumping in and, and moving forward. Uh, I'm gonna go with five out of five on both of these, man. Nice. I really enjoyed them. Uh, I've watched the first one a few times. I'm ready for the second one to hit hit some streaming so I can watch that one. You, uh, you say uh, five out of five? Yeah, man. Five out of five for both of them. Good deal, brother. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, this is a really good uh, two movies. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog as an origin story for not only Sonic but Dr. Robotnik. Um, very cool. And it, was, it was really good as like one long story. Yeah, yeah. And then just the continuation of that long story, yeah. right? And, and Sonic 2, where we was able to literally just jump right in mm-hmm. and the action happens and then we're on this quest. Yeah. That's the word I was trying to use earlier. They're on a quest. Yeah, because we pick up like a year or two later? No. Well, I don't know how much time passed between when um, Tails arrives. Yeah. You know, at the end of the... You don't know the time frame, like how long he's been living with the Wachowskis at the end of that movie when Tails arrives to when he gets back. But... The sister obviously has a whole ass uh, engagement happening. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, yeah. has to be sometime. It oh, can't yeah. be the next week. Right. Um, but, no, man, this movie as, as well, brother, I'm going to give this four buckets of popcorn out of five for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a dig on the movies itself there. What I really wanted was more of the video game. Okay. Infused. The first one definitely did not. The second one, I there was moments in there where I was like, yo, this is getting really video game Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Maze Runner type thing, you know what I mean, was right. really cool. Um, the, them on the plane going after the right. giant Robotnik type thing. I was like, that's the end yeah. of the second game. Well, We're getting to the end of the second game. Let's go. But then it kind of goes off the rails a little oh, bit. Yeah. yeah. And doesn't really come back through. But I do like that he did... Supersonic, though. Yeah, yeah, I, got I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah, so I, I wanted more of the game infused in the real world. Is what I was looking for. I yeah. didn't get that. That's why I just take off. Right, that one bucket of popcorn, man. But still a fantastic flick, though. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, talking through Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2. Next week, we will be discussing Lucky Number 11. That's streaming on Amazon Prime. I am Clyde Smith, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.